Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is February 11th, 2021. I hope everybody is having a totally awesome day, wherever you may be. Today was a very, very busy day. I was traveling all over Southern California, uh, San Diego up to Redlands, San Bernardino, Yucaipa, Riverside, Murrieta. For any of those folks that are uh, familiar with the Southern California community, it was, of course, it was a beautiful day. Traffic was very minimal. With COVID these days, I think the only good thing I found about COVID so far is it really cuts down on the traffic because literally in Southern California, it has mitigated the traffic by probably 50%. So that is one aspect. I guess you could say if there was a positive at all with COVID, that would be it. Well, I want to thank everybody for your listenership. Uh, it is always appreciated. And thank you so much. Today, I kind of alluded to it on yesterday's topic, or excuse me, yesterday's show. But today we're going to talk about burnout, fatigue, when it relates to COVID. I know everybody's sick of COVID. Everybody's sick of the Zoom calls. Uh, we're coming up on a year anniversary of the first sign of COVID, which was in Washington State, right around this time, slightly after Mardi Gras. And hence, a year later, we are still here. Obviously, you know, we're not one of the, the 500,000 plus, plus that have perished in the United States. Uh, this COVID ep uh, pandemic has been extremely sad, and it just shows how important life really is. But for those that survive and are still thriving, uh, you may have been sick and have been, you know, you, you overcame it or you are in the process of getting your vaccine shots. As I was in my travels today, I even passed the city hall where individuals were waiting in line to get their COVID shots. So they are happening. They are getting administered. And they're... I think the uh, the current administration within the presidency has stated that they're doing in the next 100 days, they want a million shots a day. So they're hoping to have 100 million people vaccinated within the next 100 days. So we will see. But today, as I talked about, it's, it's you know, COVID now has, has really taken a toll on people's lives. We have seen people depressed, have anxiety, be, have social burnout, have work burnout, because this is now taking the toll of everybody, not just a specific generation. It's taking hold of everyone. But when it comes to Gen Z and millennials, I think I've mentioned before, I think they've been the most impacted. And I think it's important to understand what, you know, when it comes to burnout, and what is COVID burnout or fatigue? And ultimately, it's defined as the feelings of energy depletion or exhausted or exhaustion 
or increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativity or cynicism related to one's job. And overall, it reduces our professional uh, ability to, to be successful. Therefore, it is a very, very concerning issue. Burnout has been historically studied when it comes to workplace stress and where employers are in a caring role, which would be somebody as a nurse, doctor. Think of those individuals that now have had so much pressure put on them as they've had their caseload when it comes to patients, uh, triple, quadruple, as they had to take care of people within the uh, ICU or the critical units. It has, it has affected everybody, but people are, are becoming tired. People are tired in so many different ways. Think of the individuals in school, Gen Z still in school, and millennials in the workforce. Many people have either lost their job, their incomes have been reduced, they've lost family members, friends to this pandemic. And if you, if you haven't been sick and you haven't lost your job, you may be going through anxiety or depression. And this is something that, this is the product of long-term and chronic stress. COVID is extremely stressful. And there is no if and buts about it. It impacts everybody. I have family members that are just fed up. They're depressed. And it happens. It happens to the best of us, no matter how strong we are. Everybody is over 2020 and the beginning of 2021. I mean, everybody's feeling burned out. Think of the summers. We had all the brush, brush fires. We had the pandemic. Uh, the new boundaries between life and work have collapsed as we needed to work, care, and relax at home, sometimes in the same room. Think about this. People are working from home. Kids are learning from home. People have their home gyms inside the house because they can't go to the gym. It's brought a whole new meaning to working from home. COVID has accompanied by seemingly permanent state of angst. We, as we found ourselves, you know, just curled up in a ball at times because we've, we've lost our income, we've lost job security, and more than 2 million people have lost their lives to this pandemic. I mean, just think 2 million people have lost their lives due to this disease. It's, 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 not just, it's not just the huge changes that we've experienced in our life. We've had to engage with those around us. COVID has caused uh, divorces, suicides, increased alcohol consumption, increased drug usage, and so many different aspects that were not seen as, you know, concerning back in 2019. I mean, look at the workplace culture. With everybody working from home, cultures have basically evaporated in the workforce. Sometimes people come to work just to have that difference of a routine. And now people are feeling insecure 
about the culture, about the workplace. They don't have the relationships with their with their bosses. So think about this. Your spouses, you may you may be staying at home with your spouse all the time. You guys may be having a lot of issues because of all the mental stress, the anxiety. And then you have the work relations, stress or lack thereof relations. You have friends you can't see. You have, I mean, every single thing that you can think of has been infected by the coronavirus. I mentioned before, uh, my, my employment was affected by COVID back in early June. And I, I didn't think I was going anywhere. I thought I was very safe because we were doing a great job as an organization and we were actually taking on a big merger and I felt very safe. However, my role changed as in I lost my role, which was at the end of the day, it was a, it was, things happen for a reason sometimes. Fortunately, I've landed with a great organization. We're growing the business. We're having some success and we've got, you know, that we've got a lot of opportunity ahead of us. So in my case, I've turned that negative into a positive, but that doesn't happen to everybody. And now I'm human. I'm normal. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, me and my wife, we got a great relationship, but we were kind of at each other's throat too, because people are feeling that anxiety, that stress from that fatigue, that burnout, because everybody's life had changed to what we thought was only going to be affected by a month or two. Here we are 12 months later, and we are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's a good thing. We are almost out. If we get a vaccination rate of 70 to 80% within the U.S., then that's going to really help save a lot of lives. And it's going to help people not get sick. And one day we might be able to cohabitate with indoor dining within the workplace without wearing masks. I mean, I'm still a big, big proponent of wearing a mask at work. Again, it's personal preference, but I prefer the idea of being safe. At least if, if anything, it's mentally. I feel good about it. But everybody has to make that choice. But I can't, one, I can't wait till one day where I don't have to wear the mask. Uh, if the sitter comes around about a little boy, I wear the mask then. Uh, it's just one of those things where now they're even talking about in the media that double masking is good. So, I mean, at some point you have to go, we need to get back to normal. And guess what? We are going to get there. It's just a matter of time. But we have to be patient. We have to keep fighting the good fight because we are going to be there sooner rather than later. It's just one of those things where as, as this COVID deepened, the fatigue deepened, the, the burnout deepened, and nobody is, you know, nobody is segregated from getting this mental stress, this anxiety it's something that we have to deal with. But the best way to deal with the mental issues, the COVID burnout, the ultimate fatigue, is practice gratitude. Savor the good life. Look at all those memories on social media 
whereas one or two years ago, you were doing some great things, some fun things. We're going to get back there again. We're going to get back there sooner than you think. I mean, you know, this pandemic has ultimately exasperated or complicated mental health issues for those who are already struggling. I mean, now, I mean, for those that were not struggling prior are likely now struggling. As I mentioned before, all of the issues that occur from stress, depression have increased. If you're prone to depression or anxiety, then seek help sooner than later. Uh, you know, some of the situations that we experience are going to get better. It's just we have to have compassion. We have to have sensitivity. I know that Gen Z and millennials, one of the big issues they had in the workplace was 80% of them said that it didn't seem like the employer was concerned about their health and their mental health as well as their health uh, within, you know, not contracting the coronavirus. So that's one thing is being sensitive, having compassion, and realize that you need to watch out for your loved ones. You need to watch out for your friends. If you see any concerns or any issues, reach out to them. See if you can help them. Try to make life as kosher as possible. I know a lot of kids are finally going back to school after almost a year of doing the distance learning. And that's another issue. Distance learning is not good for all kids. A lot of kids struggle with that. So we've lost a year of good, solid education when our teachers can't be in the classroom to teach. I look forward to the, what the next six plus months will bring. Likely the vaccine will be available for anybody and everybody that wants to have it by then. Uh, within the United States. Unfortunately, uh, this vaccine across the world is likely going to be a lot slower unless you're uh, one of the rich countries like the United States, like some countries in Europe or Asia. But other countries, unfortunately, are going to lag behind. But we're not going to get that 70 to 85% uh, uh, herd immunity across the across the world until everybody can get their hands on the vaccine. But again, as always, keep positive, uh, be sensitive and compassionate to others. We're going to get through this. We're going to be stronger because of it. I believe in this important saying I heard when I was growing up, if it don't, if it don't kill you, it'll make you stronger. And there's no pun intended because the COVID has killed a lot of people, I've seen a lot of grandparents uh, and parents and friends and family across social media of people that have stated these individuals have been lost to COVID. So it's a real deal, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get better. And ultimately, we're going to have continued success. So I want to thank everybody for your listenership. I appreciate it. I want everybody to keep be in good health and good health mentally, physically, eat right, get enough sleep, and protect yourself. So as always, if it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, I thank you. I wish you safety and happiness. So take care. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.